Have you ever been hurt by somebody that you loved or that you trusted? It begins to affect everything that happens with that person, doesn't it? Because after that trust is broken, you wonder what's true, what's not true. Interestingly enough, it can even happen with another person before this one. That someone, or maybe several someones in your lifetime, have violated your trust where you get to the point where you don't know if you can trust anybody and you find yourself closed up and not really being open and transparent because you expect to be hurt. Well, let's talk about that. How do you build trust? Or, if need be, how do you rebuild trust? This is Marriage Helper Quick Tips, hosted by marriage and relationship expert, Dr. Joe Beam, CEO of Marriage Helper, Kimberly Beam Holmes, and our team of certified coaches. Our hosts will honestly share their hard-earned insight on some common marriage pitfalls and offer some quick tips backed by research that you can begin to use today. Regardless of the situation, what we teach will not only make your relationships better, but will also help you to become the best version of yourself along the way. Listen to Quick Tips wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave an honest review. We love hearing from you. Turn up the volume and prepare to take notes as we begin this week's episode of Quick Tips. So, what is trust? Trust is when you feel safe and you feel secure with another person. Physically, that's definitely a part of it, that I'm not going to be hurt, that you'll protect me if I need protection. But also intellectually, like I can share what I think with you. We can talk about things, even when we don't agree with each other. We can discuss and learn. It's when I can trust you with my emotions that I can tell you what I feel, and you're not going to tell me that I shouldn't feel that way or that I don't feel that way. And even if my emotion doesn't make sense to you right now, you try to understand my emotion and accept that. And even spiritually, so the things that I believe and the things I value, you will respect. And you're not trying to change me into some system of your own, but you can accept me in mine as I accept you in yours. And therefore, I feel safe, not just physically, but intellectually and emotionally and spiritually. Now, we want that. We want somebody that can love us as we are. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to believe anybody can because we're all screwed up. <laughs> That's right. I'm screwed up. You're screwed up. We're all screwed up. And we know that sometimes we don't act very lovable or lovely, but we want somebody who can trust us anyway. You see, trust is based on intimacy. And the better way to pronounce that is into me see. I am going to let you see what I think, what I believe, what I do, what I feel, and hope that you can respect that person that I really am and that you can love me and like me. And if we can both do that for each other, then I'm going to feel safe in these other ways. But if at some point somebody has violated that trust, it may be the very person you're with now because he or she did something that hurt you. Maybe had an affair. Maybe gambled away the money. Maybe it has an addiction that's just tearing your whole relationship apart. Or it may be somebody even before that, uh, a previous love that you had. And it can be even before that, the relationship that you had with your parents where you felt that the trust did not exist. And now you're afraid to be open. You're afraid to be transparent. You're afraid to trust anyone because you expect that everybody at some point is going to hurt you. Or... If in this relationship, your spouse already has hurt you by some of the things we've already mentioned or any other way, how can I know if I can ever trust you again? Well, it can be rebuilt. 
We've worked with thousands and thousands and thousands of couples and helped them rebuild trust in each other, develop relationships that everybody thought had no chance of ever making it because of his actions or her actions or sometimes the actions of both, where the things that have been done that have been extremely painful, extremely hurtful, and people thought, well, if, if, if they try to get back together, they won't be able to trust each other. And yet, we've been doing this for decades, <laughs> actually coming up on 25 years, and we have seen it, we have witnessed it so many times. And you say, then, then how do we do it? How do we rebuild trust? Well, I can give you a couple of ideas. I can't explain it in great detail in this short video, but the first is going to be honesty, telling the truth. Oh, I know that can be scary, particularly when you think the other person is judging you, that the other person might be rejecting you. Being honest is like, oh, good grief, if I'm honest and he knows or she knows what I really think, what I really do, et cetera, et cetera, then this thing's going to fall apart. I can understand your fear about that. But until you can get to the point that each of you can be honest with the other about what you do, what you think, how you act, what you feel, when you can finally do that, trust starts coming because of the fact that you're not expecting something else to happen out there. You know where the person is and what the person is doing and what the person is thinking or feeling. Many, many years ago, I left my wife for another woman. It didn't work out. And eventually I asked my wife if she would take me back and she did and we remarried. You can imagine what she needed to do to have that trust rebuilt. But part of it, part of it that got her to trust me again was my complete and total honesty. Well, I'm not saying I'm perfect at anything. Wasn't perfect at that either. But because I said to her, whatever you want to know, I will tell you. Just make sure that you really want to know. And sometimes she'd ask a question and I would say, do you really want to know the answer to that? Sometimes she said, yes, I would tell her. Sometimes she'd say, no, at least not right now. But if ever I do, will you tell me the truth about that? Yes. And it wasn't just honesty about the past. It was honesty about the future. If I ever got stressed, she would say, well, have you ever thought about going back to that other life when you left me where you were living any way you wanted to and you were drinking heavily and all those other kinds of things? Does that ever attract you now? And I was honest. Yes. Yes. When I get stressed, it does attract me now. And the next question was, then why don't you do it? And I was honest about that as well cost too much. It would cost me you. It would cost me my relationship with my children. And because I am a man of faith, it would cost me my relationship with my God. So yes, sometimes those things go through my head, but I would never do them because it just costs too much. And that level of honesty, because I was really being honest, led her to be able to trust me more. And so the second part of that is sensitivity. Knowing that if you're doing or saying or acting in such a way something that's causing the other person to stress, to pick up on it, to pay attention. For example, with my wife, back during our troubles, she went to a concert by the group Chicago. Now, this was decades and decades ago, but still, if she hears the group Chicago on the radio, uh, it makes her a little bit sad because it brings some of those memories back, and so I'm sensitive to that. And if I hear that come on my radio as we're driving in the car, I just change to a different channel. Not because I think she hasn't forgiven me, not because I think she doesn't trust me, but because of the fact that I try to be sensitive to what's important to her. And that sensitivity then will lead you to maybe not do some things you could and to do some things that you wouldn't think about otherwise because you want to be connected. And finally, and extremely importantly, 
accountability. It's hard to rebuild trust when they're wondering what you're doing, who you're doing it with, where you're doing it. So we say if you're trying to rebuild trust, you need to be as open as you possibly can be. Now, this day and time, we didn't have it back then, but this day and time, I would actually put a GPS on my phone, turn it on so she could see where I was all the time. Back in those days, I did turn all the money over to her because if she knew where the money went, then she wasn't worried about what I was spending it on. Now, you can do what you think is best for you, but I'm saying if you're going to rebuild trust, you need to build accountability in where your partner can feel safe. As a matter of fact, if you're really trying to rebuild trust, maybe do it to the point where it's just a little bit burdensome and not the way you want to live the rest of your life. Maybe six months, nine months, a year, I'll be this accountable to you as if maybe perhaps I were a teenager. But at some point, I can't live like that anymore, but I'll do it as long as I need to for you to be able to trust me again. Now, did you hear that? Honesty, sensitivity, accountability. Love can be rebuilt. Trust can be rebuilt, but it requires work and it requires patience. If you've ever had a situation where you needed to regrow trust, redevelop it in a relationship, We'd love to hear how you did that. In the notes just below, please give us your story. Tell us how you were able to rebuild trust. We'd love to hear that. And and let me offer you a free resource if you'd like to have it. It's called How to Get Your Spouse to Fall Back in Love with You. Understand trust is part of that. And we'll give that to you. You just click that link you see right there. And if you're not seeing the video but hearing the audio, go down below and you'll see in the show notes the link there to that free resource. And understand this. No matter how badly trust has been broken, it can be rebuilt and be solid again. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Marriage Helper Quick Tips. Please refer to the notes in the description to learn more about any resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at marriagehelper.com for more information about our online courses, marriage workshops, and coaching. If you would like immediate help with your marriage situation, click the link on the screen to schedule a free marriage strategy call with one of our team members. We exist to save marriages and strengthen families. We'll see you next Friday on the next episode of Quick Tips.